0: Tyler, did you know that uh, your dad was a nanny once? My dad was a nanny. Yeah, um, so let I think I did know that, but
1: that it, it still strikes me as a terrible idea. <laughs> it was not a terrible idea, but let me get to that. Um, I don't. <laughs> so, so, so that's the. that it just that's, does. That's the teaser before we before we roll the credits. Um, and get into the episode no so um, he wouldn't like wander off in his
0: mind just to something else and then I don't know something would catch fire for a variety of
1: hilarious reasons I'm I'm sure that happened I'm sure that happened well so so um, in high school and early college I worked for the Gallup polls did I ever tell you about that Uh, he worked the poll Um, so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's what I did he galloped Proud of it. around.
0: I, 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 yeah, how'd that go?
1: I, uh, so why Gallup, on the, earth? The Gallup polls, um, after being headquartered for decades and decades in New Jersey, they, they they ended up being headquartered right here in Lincoln, Nebraska, for a really? number of years. Just like right smack
0: dab in the center of the nation.
1: Yeah. Um, some some little company called Selection Research Incorporated bought out the Gallup polls from New Jersey, and they and they set up shop right here um in huh. fact in fact the Gallup books by don clifton like first break all the rules and now discover your strength and the whole strength finder thing a whole bunch of those stories are based on people right here in town oh wow um because don clifton was here in lincoln in fact i used to see him at work all the time i and i processed his home loan refinance when i worked at the credit bureau a couple of years later <laughs> um and 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 his granddaughter used to sit behind me in spanish class and she would have sex with Pancho martin in her dad's office there at Gallop, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yep. my so, so my my first jobs in high school had been mowing and cleaning for Chuck, which I've talked about. Um, <laughs> yes, and then I bust tables at a bonanza steakhouse, which was miserable work, but I got good at it. And the boss, a Greek guy, liked me a lot. Um, and and then a whole bunch of my friends were like, you know what, you're a verbal guy, Brian, you should do the Gallup polls. Because you could go work for Gallup um, and you'd do phone surveys and you'd get paid per survey and if you went over quota, you could make more money per survey and so on. Oh, wow. So I had friends who were 17 or 18 years old and they were making four to five times minimum wage. Um, good grief Which, it, were they just like just hitting it hard yeah just yeah,
0: knock knock knocking wow
1: okay just just killing it at the Gallup polls and so you know it sounded to me like this would be a better job than bussing tables in theory anyway so I interviewed for it and I got the job um, And February my junior year of high school um, I started there and I worked there up through my first semester of college and the job just absolutely fucked with my head mm. and I was never actually really any good at it at least not at the money-making part, that is. Like, the surveys themselves, I always did fine, like, the way you're trained to do them. So, they, they'd they listen to the recordings, and I'd get good performance reviews on how I did the surveys. But meeting quota was just hustle all the time. Sure. Um. You know, and, you know, when we'd get someone on the phone, we'd always say, well, I'm not selling anything. But the fact is, you're interrupting people in their lives right during dinner with this fake little plastic spiel, you know, and, and you're you're basically tricking people into staying on the phone a long time, and I knew people hated this, mm. and it racked my conscience and messed with my head and made me feel like a weak little child. In fact, 15 years later, I still couldn't pick up a phone and call people because it's, it's this is not how I do things. This is not sure. how I establish rapport sure. with people. Well, so, year and a half of this, I, I made it through okay. I was never great at it but it was messing with my head and I wanted to change. So, um, well, what's you know, well, what's the answer? Um, what's always the answer with Brian? Go be avuncular. That's the answer. Um, so I, I told you your dad was a nanny when he was in college. So there was a single mom at the church who had three kids um, and Perry had answered an ad or some request that she had posted. Maybe 1988, something like that. Or uh, 89, I don't know. Uh, but her name was Nettie. Um, and she she needed someone to pick up the kids from school, and take them home, and make sure they do their homework and whatever chores they got, and occasionally keep them entertained, take them to the park, cook, and you know, and then cook them dinner so that when mom gets home, everything's in order, and you know, they can do family time, and do this Monday through Friday. So he did that. He answered the ad, and he went and he did this with Nettie and her kids, um, Amber and Jason and Autumn, and they were in grade school then. Um, Laura also helped out occasionally.
0: Oh, um, fun.
1: So, Nettie, Nettie did the flowers at your parents' wedding. So, any photos you see with the flowers, that was they're, Nettie. They're good. And her gift to Perry and Laura for all their help. Wow. So, yeah, in fact, Nettie's a lot like your mom, you know, cool-headed, pragmatic, but also with a really good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And she, man- you know, manages to s- stay on top of shit really well. Um, so, so, Perry did that for a year, maybe, and then he went on to do other things. And then, Autumn nineteen ninety, I'm sick and tired of doing Gallup polls. So one day I just called Nettie. I'm like, You you know, you had good luck with Perry. Uh do you want some help around the house? Wanna try me out? Um, give me a shot. And she's like, you know what? That might actually be a good idea. Aww. So we made arrangements and I left the Gallup poll job, and then on the first of December nineteen ninety, that's what I did. I went to work for Nettie. And December nineteen ninety was very cold, but um So, Amber was the oldest. She was in eighth grade. And I'd pick her up in the big, giant, embarrassing Chevy that I had. You know, the one covered in rust that had the hole in the back seat. Oh, yeah. Um, Where you could see the pavement if you looked in just right. We called it Ethel. Um, Ethel. So, and then (laughs) Jason was in fourth grade and Autumn was in third grade. And I took them home and they did homework and they watched a little TV and I cooked dinner. And, you know, Nettie always had recipes Um, laid out for me, and it was a nice little arrangement. So after two years of Gallup polling and struggling to make quota and bugging people during dinner who don't want to be bugged and don't want to talk to you, and trying to just stamp out my own nuanced sensitivity to people (laughs) to try to make money. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds um, like fun, Brian. Just just so I could make a buck. um, Being a nanny for three kids was just what the doctor ordered. I needed some healing. So that was how I healed. Um, mm. You know, and it was a, it was a total change of pace. You know, it was relatively private and human and meaningful. And, and, and like I said, it was what the doctor ordered. So um, I mentioned Amber, she was in the eighth grade and she was funny and imaginative and also a little neurotic sometimes kind of adorably. So um, <laughs> Jason, Jason was small framed and athletic and he went on to be a military guy and um, Autumn was also athletic. In fact, she she, Zaylin reminds me of Autumn. Okay. Um, Minus Zaylin's shrieking anxiety. Yeah, my uh,
0: my little sister. Yeah, she's yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, I I I, I, I can see what you mean. Like kind of ambitious, but like minus the shrieking anxiety. So that's, like, assertive and curious and extroverted with a lot of
1: athleticism? Yeah, and conniving. Okay, okay, and know.
0: conniving. Yes, yes, there is some conniving there.
1: So I, I, I learned some basic lessons about how to deal with kids, you know, and I got a few recipes under my belt. Um, I told a lot of dad jokes, you know. After every single one of them, Amber was like, Stop it! Like every eighth grade girl ever. Absolutely, um, of course. I also watched a fair share of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, Ooh, by the way, the Turtle Power. There was there was a syndicated sitcom that would play during the afternoon on TV when I was there called Charles in Charge, and it was about a young college aged guy who was a nanny for a family. Oh. Which I thought was appropriate. Anyway, one of one of the other guys in that show was the guy that played Bible Man. Years later, Willie Ames. Um, <laughs> okay. But anyway, it was it was a good gig. Um, unfortunately, it only lasted three months because Nettie actually turns out couldn't swing it financially. So mm, early March, sure. just about this time of year, we had to call it off. But we all stayed friends in the years after that, and we kind of started a tradition. Um, Where grandma Betty and I and several other friends would go and do Christmas Eve over at Nettie's place, you know, and so it was fun watching the kids grow up. Um, Amber got married. She's in San Antonio with, I don't know, three kids, something like that. Um, Jason joined the Navy, married a smoking hot wife and lived on Oahu for some stretch of time. Um, Autumn Autumn is in Iowa. Um so you know when you need some healing after having your head fucked up by trying to do cold calling for a big nationwide corporation and you're wired the way Brian is just go be a buncular. Yeah, so, go so care for go. somebody. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: I it's uh, it's fun when the 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 actually right thing to do when you need to be caref- cared for is to care for somebody. Yeah. And, and get back and to what really people. matters and connect with people. That's so good. Yeah. So I, I did that job
1: and your dad did did that job.
0: Well, Avunkatron 9000, <laughs> I'm glad you're back at it like a crack addict. Always,
1: always am. Um, what, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? Um, the, the next one. Um, oh, yeah. Confidence builder or reality check. That's the theme for tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Very good. As am I.